0: humans we are the why you Are scrolling podcast and here we talk about all forms of media from small screens to tall screens written media to social media and sometimes we sprinkle our own experiences in between so let's begin with an introduction today oh sorry i am one of your hostesses my name is tamaya and i'm joined by my lovely co-host please introduce yourself hello everyone this is ariana Hello, Ariana, and today we are doing our Bookmark biddies, Enders, Play, Read segment. Basically, we read a book and we want to talk about it, segment. Um, <laughs> so, wow, where we invite you, sorry, I'm all over the place, the audience into our book club choice of the month. Some of us read while others, such as myself, audibly enjoy. So without further ado, while you were scrolling, we were reading or listening to Iron Flame, the second book in the fourth wing series by Rebecca Yarros. So excited,
1: much anticipated. <laughs>
0: I survived, barely, <laughs> barely. Um, before we get into it, spoiler warning as always, this book Nuts. is in our past now but that does not mean it's in yours so please be warned spoilers are coming because who's got the time to literally censor themselves at that point
1: yeah no go somewhere else go somewhere else go somewhere else we have so many other episodes you could be listening to right now like stay this one if you have not read this book exactly
0: (laughs) so quick question judging the cover sharing share your reason girl um what do you think about this this cover versus, you know, because I feel like, you know, bookies, we we have to get excited about the smallest things here just to keep us going, keep us salivating for what's coming next. Right? I mean, the cover. Like, yeah. Did it give you any indication? Like, you know how some, I feel like there's sometimes some hidden things in the cover that gets you kind of thinking, or what was your
1: initial thoughts of what you were going to get from this book rather? The cover literally says burn it down. like <laughs> So I'm thinking like the world is going up in flames. Okay. Mm. Like, either Violet's gonna lightning strike the hell out of everything, <laughs> whether it's Zayden. <laughs> oh By Zayden or, you know, fighting or whatever the case may be, or her dragons are like, so the, I mean, the cover itself pretty much has Taryn and Andarna on it. And just something on fire. What the hell do we know? Like, what is it? I don't know. So, and I don't think anyone really cares at this point because absolutely not.
0: We're gonna read it. We wanted.
1: We wanted what was inside of it, right? Precisely. Now it could
0: be. Yeah, I was about to say. Now that you've read it, do you see any hints or thoughts about the
1: cover that kind of correlate with what we just went through? Because I feel like I do. Okay, well, then you tell me what you see. I'm going to take a peek at it now. Okay, like initially at first thought, you see the two dragons
0: on the cover. And first off, I would think, you know, um, well, one they have is black. The other one looks like kind of gold. So you're thinking Andarna in the middle, what have you. We find out a big old secret about Andarna and the fact that she is kind of like featured in the center of the cover now. And she is like the center story the seventh breed that you know was like what because they've always in this in this world or universe anyway is always known as only six breeds of dragon and she is the seventh breed which is why her parents ain't around she's been sitting there in her egg I believe for what 600 years or so waiting to hatch for a worthy rider because the seventh breed is so rare um so coveted that they don't just come out every year to see who's out here like they only come out for when the, for the worthy um and so and then ne- and then we find out she's needed to literally keep this freaking world from burning down Absolutely. um you know metaphorically when it comes to the venom who are coming to destroy all good things in the world and she is the key to keeping the wards up to putting the wards up to literally holding it all she's the key so that's interesting now that I feel like I see her in the middle. And also all of the clouds, I would attest not only to we would think um Violet, being that she does her lightning storms and all that, but to her mother, being that her mother had the craziest freaking arc in this book as well. Um, and she is known and her signet is to be a full-blown basically controller of storms. If there's a nicer way to say it, let me know. But basically that's what her powers are. So I feel like this cover is more so dedication to the ultimate sacrifice and ultimate secret that we get in this book now.
1: I 110% agree now that I'm like looking at it again. And actually there were a few references to clouds in this book. So Mm. the Venom approaching looked like Clouds. Yes, with um, their gray wings, right? Violet, uh, using her power to, uh, essentially magnify it and get it to take out more than one venom. Mm-hmm. Um, she used clouds to do that, right? And then yeah, her mother, which is a, I don't know what you would call. I forget what her signet is specifically. Right. She controls the weather, so she's X Men stool. <laughs> And Andarna is the key to it all, literally. So it makes much more sense now why she's in the middle. Agreed, And agreed. then Charon flying around her, like her protector, you know? Yes, oh, yes. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So moving on down the road, world building, at least in this regard. We already went through a lot of the world building and seeing the world that we're learning in fourth wing To understand where we are because you know the first book of a series is always going to be super explanative I think that's a word but explaining all elements of the world we're now in but Rebecca Rue, and I say that because my good friend my good best friend here Ariana just to let y'all know remind y'all Ariana is a speed reader speed reader demon and your girl is a slow, slow. I, I am like, the turtle in the story i am the turtle and she is the hare.
1: okay and so new meaning this go around
0: up. <laughs> sure. Ariana will send me a recommendation that is a necessary read or we'll have it planned out and this heifer will finish the whole book when i'm on chapter two and so it's a struggle y'all and i'll call her in full disarray as I go through all the motions on my own, but technically she went through them on her own too. And I'll call her, cussing out, fussing out, talking about all the things I'm feeling. And she's sitting there on the other line, just being a supportive best friend. But at the same time, she wants to throttle me, and I can hear it. I can hear her. And she because
1: she wants to living. say
0: so much and explain so much. But She's like, You know nothing, Jon Snow,
1: is what she told me. <sighs> yeah you were you were at certain points in the book and it was just like oh I think I know what's gonna happen and this and that's gonna happen and I'm just like rolling my eyes the entire (laughs) time because I'm like she is so wrong and I can't even say anything you know nothing Johnson I mean
0: I'm gonna say some of my predictions can still come to pass so (laughs) no we'll see we'll see if any of the predictions i would try to remember them to say some of them on this here podcast but at the end but if any of them come true i am be like let's go back to the, the records episode two iron flame so yeah i say that to say in our little world building segment typically we don't have to talk about that in part two because we already know everything rebecca rude because she liked to change up the whole game on us we had huge revelations in the first book fourth wing and learning which I kind of sensed because anytime you're in a world where you and you have your main character and it's supposed to be like at least four to five books and the main character is like this is the way the world is this is the bad guys we are the good guys Da-da-da-da. and then she has you know an odd attraction to a bad guy and all this, this stuff it's like her oh, world about to be flipped upside down mm-hmm. everything she thinks she knows she don't know and it was true. We find out that the ones who were painted as the bad guys were actually good guys trying to fight to save humanity, whereas the quote-unquote good guys were only trying to fight to save themselves. And that was the basically big revelation in part one. So we think we know
1: everything. Here we come in part two. Psych. <laughs> like take your mind, make your booty
0: shine. Not only... <laughs> I used to love saying that. Not only... I'm going to put that on the shirt. Not only we <laughs> <laughs> write that down actually Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, like your mom make your booty shine oh my gosh not only do we find out that Venom are obviously the bad guys that they can drain literally power from the earth which honestly seems like the fastest way to global warming if you ask me um, and they find that they're more powerful than dragons and everything because they don't have a limit, seemingly, the way everyone else has a limit. But, of course, the cost is their soul, and the earth that they live on, I'm sure they'll drain it fast enough if they would have their way. Um, but we find out that, whew, Jesus, I'm just trying to think about the world, not even revelations of relationships. We find out that they're actually, venom. Can get past the wards. We find out that there are venom within the walls that can literally be anyone anywhere. Like you don't know who they are. There might be indication with red rim eyes to let you know who's turned venom, but are they tired? Are they evil? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Can't trust any of them.
0: We find out are you high? One of the main villains of book one is back to life or never really died that there's new elixir that can actually separate you from your powers and your signet. Sick. Like I said, a whole new dragon breed. Basically, the wards are the key for some reason, but we haven't found all the secrets out about the wards. They've only been really erected in one place and now, after this book was only erected in one place again, apparently you can only do it in one spot. Still got questions about that. Yeah. It's so much. We find out about runes and how runes have a specialty power in which even the not so powerful can imbue the runes to hold a level of power that can exceed one signet or what's out there. So we have another level of power and it actually breaks all the laws. It doesn't follow the laws of magic. It would be like the ancient magic form. Or the original magic art form that does not follow the rules or wild magic free magic versus the magic that we're all used to in the world we've heard of in fourth wing so at least that's where i'm getting at when it comes to world building we started over damn near
1: pretty much i mean we found out more about second signets, like all the things right second
0: signets. yeah which we have to talk about tonight yeah as all well, well. So now that I've skipped the most important part because of excitement, (laughs) I'm going to blame excitement. Definitely went into two extra segments before we even got to the synopsis. Excuse the heck out of me. Ariana, you'll
1: go. All right. So we start with a quote from our favorite zaddy. All right, so it says the first year is when some of us lose our lives. The second year is when the rest of us lose our humanity. Zayden Ryerson.
0: Yeah, he dropping some serious, serious
1: stuff. (laughs) I mean, is he lying, though? He ain't lying, (laughs)
0: No, He ain't lying.
1: All right. So then it goes on to say everyone expected Violet Sorengale to die during her first year at Basquiat War College. Violet included. Mm -hmm. But threshing was only the first impossible test meant to weed out the weak-willed, the unworthy, and the unlucky. Mm. Now the real training begins and Violet's already wondering how she'll get through it is not just that it's grueling and maliciously brutal or even that it's designed to stretch the writer's capacity for pain beyond endurance it's the new vice commandant who's his personal (laughs) mission to teach Violet exactly how powerless she is unless she betrays the man she loves. Although Violet's body might be weaker and frailer than everyone else's, she still has her wits and a will of iron. And the leadership is forgetting the most important lesson Baz Diet has taught her, dragon riders make their own rules. But a determination to survive won't be enough this year because Violet knows the real secret hidden for centuries at guys War College and nothing, not even Dragonfire, may be enough to save them in the end. Ugh. End quote.
0: End quote. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is shit that they done put us through (laughs) so with that just add that plus the other issue we just talked about and you know we this was rebecca yarrow's books have some level of a traumatic experience that can only be leveled with like hunger games and game of thrones levels ish I'd say even just Hunger Games because at least Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones actually killed main main character like the person you thought was going to end the show and then be like, oh, he died. So no one's quite that brutal just yet, but definitely Hunger Games style, where you expect Violet to die at any moment and we just start messing with somebody else. Mm-hmm. The frustration I was going through with just the natural progression of what any person it's not her fault like any person put in her position and in this war college and in this war nobody's gonna be perfect nobody gonna know all the skills and all the moves in the beginning but it still pissed me off that we were dealing with an amateur who was getting her ass kicked every other moment
1: literally literally like she learned every lesson the hard way
0: everyone everyone
1: friend everyone love family uh physical war battles fighting every lesson she learned it the hard way
0: so speaking of characters quick question we don't have to talk about every option but um who do you think would be a good live action actor to play whom? Like, have you thought about this? Cause I've thought about one in particular of um, who I think would be a good live action version of a character. And it's interesting. And I think worth noting that this book is like, these two books just came out this year yes. and it has gotten so popular, which is interesting. Cause like we've been, we're we're still addicts of the Sarah J Mass clan for forever. And She's been just, you know, book royalty for a minute. And finally, just a few years ago at this point, it's been talks of her stuff being turned into live action, but it is still in the works. This, however, everything dropped this year and they are trying to fast forward. I mean, I think Michael B. Jordan is a part of the product product process now too. Um, And getting this book turned into straight up real life stuff as it's still being written just like george rr R. martin and game of thrones style like we're going to reach a point where tv is going to outrun rebecca Yarros. i hope not because we all see how that storyline goes without the author it don't go right um but back to the questions
1: gosh why
0: <laughs> i'll share a quick view of who I think would play a person. And please tell me if you've already thought or if you just need more time and we'll just move on to something else in the meantime. So the actor that I cannot unsee playing, let me pull up her actual name, Lilith, Lilith Sorengale, General Lilith Sorengale, the mother of Violet, Mira and Brennan Sorengale. I cannot unsee Charlize Theron playing that woman. Ooh. I feel like Charlize Theron, one one point, she's just in a freaking amazing actress, number one. She is incredible range. And I've seen her in enough action films, or films in which she is just leadership from Mad Max to Old Guard, where she can just put on the hardest face, but is also the most striking, beautiful face, but can be super ruthless in the eyes. And I feel like Lilith Sorengale just screams that like I can see her saying all those lines and it being just absolutely perfect.
1: I, that's my that's my bit. I haven't thought of any of the characters, but I see that. Mm-hmm. I if if she was to do TV, I don't think she, uh that she's done any TV, but mm-hmm. if she was to do TV, I would watch her be a Lilith soaring which we know from like the fast and furious movies and everything else that she's played in like she can play a ruthless character very much so
0: damn very much so oh i just had a thought though i'm willing to put out there and it might just be because she's one of the hot topics right now okay might be the only reason why Mm -hmm. jenna ortega is violet
1: Oh yes yeah, she's little. She's small. She's small. She's horrible,
0: but, yeah. but fierce.
1: Yeah. Right? She's small but mighty. It. I like small that. but mighty. I can see that shit. Damn. Trying to ride a big ass dragon. Yep. Yep. And I think they did talk about their heights at some point. Like Violet's mm-hmm. like 5'2. Mm. Dayton is something like six. Four, <laughs> like huge height difference, right? And is a
0: black girl, correct? If I'm correct, if she I remember,
1: is yeah, she is depicted as our brown skin, black copper
0: girl. If I were not to go with a Zendaya, I'm thinking about young black actresses. I know Zendaya has the dexterity and capability to do some superhero ish that's just that's just it however yeah. if I'm thinking about black young actresses another person that comes up is um what's my girl from blackish
1: yes
0: uh um, Marseille
1: Marseille Martin yep. yep I
0: feel like they would be a dope duo
1: no they would I agree oh you put some thought into this <laughs> <laughs> You, my friend, I put some thought. Just
0: some consideration. What we really need to figure out is these men's. But I ain't got the time. I ain't put the thought into it yet. The men's is always. The men's I feel like is always really tough, because it's just so much pressure. Like I ain't, I ain't imagine myself humping any the of these females here. But th- them men's though, them men's though,
1: Move it. <laughs> it's got to be right. It's got to be right. <laughs> It's like Zayden's gonna have to be everything, right? Yes, he's everything. Gary, but sexy as hell at the same time. Like, he's gonna have to be super tall. Super tall. Oof. He's gonna Dark to be- in all the right places. He's gonna have to be able to wear scars, you know, demand authority. The scarred eyebrow mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. like he's gonna he's gonna have to be able to do a do a lot so whoever did they even ca- i don't think they cast the show yet i did see something on instagram that they were talking about okay certain people oh no that was for they're doing a um not the gra- not a graphic but like uh what's the Story the animated like stories, the audio, really? yes, for four weeks, but it comes out next week. Animated, are you talking? Oh, you talking about when they do the dramatized, yeah, version? the dramatized version. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't
0: yeah. know. I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know. I don't know yeah, if they're gonna no. mess it up or not. I mean, it <laughs> I'm
1: gonna listen to it.
0: Yeah. You let me know <laughs> if, it's, if it's gonna mess up what I'll I got listen. going on
1: right now. As you let me know, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna listen we're
0: gonna,
1: we gonna, we gonna see,
0: see.
1: we're gonna see we're gonna see you got people all you hear is the wind because of how many people falling <laughs> <laughs>
0: just dying all the time because the the author in the original article she be she has to though she'd be putting in you can tell that girl be running out of air when she was talking <laughs> so then they came and they were going and threw me in the air <laughs> you, know, you know. <laughs> Yo,
1: somebody give us some back. That's all right. They gave her a pay raise and uh, she was very animated. Okay. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so that was our character development segment. Um, but let's talk about it, girl. Give me ball. I feel like I've talked so much. Tell me, what is what sticks out? What is our must discuss um, elements in here that just had you like, just talk to me? <laughs>
1: The must discuss. I mean, do uh, you want to skip right to the ending? <laughs> like, whatever you, you want to talk discuss. about, friend, we can talk about. No, okay. So then, I mean, let's let's kind of dissect it a little bit, right? Okay, so, okay. We have the beginning of the book. Them coming back from uh uh rest. I forget resting. They're coming back Ressin, from mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess we can dissect. Let's start with Dane and his father and Varish, mm. right? Is mm. what they're coming back to is graduation day, and surprise, surprise, we're not dead like you thought we would be, but we're mm. not dead. Mm, that part. Um. But yeah, this is where we get our new villain, right? We get our um. We've had villains in previous in the previous book, however this villain in particular is now a teacher at the college and he's an ass a full-on asshole complete and now that like i've finished the book it's like he was he was definitely power hungry right he oh exerting yeah. his authority every chance that he could just yeah. because he could yeah which led us to believe that him and uh dame's father were definitely working together on the same page oh yeah evil as hell absolutely but it also seemed like he was trying to pull information as well like so during the um the the interrogation part of it, right? He's like, mm-hmm. well, what really happened, Violet? Like, what? So to me, it was like, okay, yeah, we assume that he's working with Dane's father because of how evil this guy is, but mm-hmm. it seems like he doesn't really know squat. Like, he, he doesn't yeah, know- it may, Yes,
0: it makes you wonder, right? Because he said, he did say that he he kind of, a, a lord, not lord, um, hinted at him knowing what she saw it was almost like he needed that admission just for rules sake, especially since General Sorengale is general, mm-hmm. um, that she knows information that she needs to die for. Because it's like, how do you not know when your best boy is Atos, you're hinting at it, you seem to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And and even when he had Dane like reaching to her, her mind towards the, before we got to part two, he was very much like wary of letting him know, I'll be able to explain everything to you after. Like he knew that he was going to see some stuff that he needed to implicate her. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, he knew, but it was like he needed her to say it to get that, you know, execution order in place of, uh, well, we can't let her go now. She knows, knows. Mm. He was such a dick one. The man almost killed her multiple times, threatened her multiple times more.
1: It was just like. Yeah. It was horrible. And I mean, so I still don't trust Dane right I am Ooh. still on the fucking Dane train okay it's fucking Dane every time I see his name I'm like fucking Dane okay I'm still on the fucking Dane train and like now that we've said that out loud it sounded like okay Varish doesn't know shit we know that Dane's father is like he knows everything. Yes, and Dane now supposedly knows everything. Right, and, and what is Father can So they have him. to tell him, or what? Did he kill Varis so that he could protect Violet? I, I just don't trust him. I'm sorry, I just don't trust him.
0: I do, I do. I have been changed. I am, I am. What's the word? who's it we say?
1: I might have to die on this hill. You oh, have seriously? I might have to die on this hill. It is not sitting right with my soul. I
0: have been changed. I accept it. Dane is good peeps. That's
1: where I I'm don't at. know. He's like, it. he touched her face, like literally on the page, like 80 times. Cups her face, cups her face, cups her face, cups her face. And he's like, oh, I only, st- I only accidentally stole the memory. You I believe him. Liar. I believe liar. him. I, that is a lie
0: i believe let, let her i believe
1: <laughs> no i do then why and I did she th- make a point to point out every time dane touches her face to keep us
0: wondering the same way she got us wondering now about this second signet this have to know how to cliffhanger us to keep us thinking a thousand things that should not be thought I believe him. I do. I believe him and mainly I told Ari I believe him because our boy Zayden says he can read intentions. Okay. everybody. One of the big uh, ace cards and joker cards in this whole series is the fact that we don't know everybody's segment until we know it. And when you know it, it's like, damn. So a lot of people are acting and doing stuff that we don't really know the implications or how deep it is until we realize what power they've had all along. And we find out a big old dropper that um, that Satan not only controls shadows but has a second signet because he's matched with a direct a uh, uh, dragon who also bonded with a direct family member, and so his second signet ends up being what's it called, girl? And in incendi- sin, intrinsic intrinsic basically you're able to get in and read people's mind to a certain degree but his version of intrinsic is hearing their intentions so he knows what moves people are trying to make if they're being true what their intentions are whether to turn you in or whether to trust you and because he allowed Dane to live when he had every right and reason to kill him and nobody would be the wearier of it like Violet be upset for like two seconds but she'll get over it he let that man go and bring him to secret land, which is, you know, Orisha. They ain't gonna let that happen if he ain't, if his intentions ain't right. And it's not like Dane knows what old boy Signet is to be able to morph his intentions to cover his ass. I No think one Dane. knows. I think no Dane knows.
1: has impeccable mental shields. I think for what, for Dane Signet, he has to have very strong impenetrable mental shield and i think he has fooled everyone okay i think he fooled me for... everyone okay me for... you're telling me that this tattle-telling oh. rule abiding fucking dane is now all of a sudden a rule breaker I don't think so. I think he killed that. Right right. Now when you say he's it like that, it made me double guess myself. I think that he is a mole. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay? I'm telling you, they got a mole in their midst. I think that he has impeccable shields and he is... I think that his intentions at that time was strictly towards protecting Violet. Not so much... Protecting. Her secrets necessarily. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I I can't let Violet die. I still love her. But she I wanna, I'm trying to, to think her. who
0: would Dane be? I'm trying to think who would Dane be, but I'll think about it. I'll think about it and get back to
1: it. I'm going to find a tattletale. I'm going to find. No, you're not. A freaking tattletelling actor? Snitch. <laughs> moral like this this person where their principles rely solely on their moral compass like they are not going to break the rules like that is like that you have to live that life in order to play that character
0: (laughs) well i don't think so i think he's he's redeemed himself personally he also gave up everything he's ever known too you saying it in one way like well he would never and another way it could also show it could go one of the two ways you really can it's either he's full-on ridiculously you know skilled trader or he's full-on like yes he's deciding to um, follow through and be the person he should he should have been all along they you know because all the young generation basically seems to think they know what's right and it's to fight for everybody not just for themselves Whereas for some reason all the older generation, well, you know what that ain't even questionable. Because let's talk about the real world real quick with climate change right now. Old generation can't be trusted with nothing. So, <laughs> touche, touche. I think he's on the right side. I do think Aric is the type that is actually going to do what you think Dane is doing. I think Aric can't be trusted personally.
1: And I can I could definitely see that too. However, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like, so I'm, I'm on like theory overload of, you know, TikTok, Instagram and everything you else. Are. Um,
0: you got a head start.
1: One of the, um, at the beginning of the, every chapter, there's some type of, uh, reading or synopsis to yes. something that happened in the past or whatever the case may be. So one of them refers to this ancient king and you right, know, right 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 okay go ahead like I think that his role like even though and he made a point to say like I'm you talk about, you talk not about even Arick? next in line Arick, yeah like I'm not even next in line like I'm fourth in line or something like that like he made it a point to say that, and I kind of feel like, okay, his family's gonna die, and he's gonna be king.
0: <laughs> oh, it's always good. it's always good when the one on the right side ends up being leadership.
1: There you go. See? It's
0: like, um, what's my boy name? What's my boy name from uh, Last Airbender? Zuko. Like, you yeah. always want the one who's turned against the evil to be the the one on the chair. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he's doing the ultimate trick, getting all the way on the inside so that he can eventually like expose them, find out all the information he needs to find out and turn on all of them for the sake of his father. I think it's deeper than that. Cause the fact that his daddy don't even know where he's been all these months is ridiculous.
1: Very true. And it's like, okay, I get it. He's an adult. Um, He's probably always kind of run his own life right but it's like obvious. at
0: the same time it's like full-blown war out here it's just like everybody needs to hold their families close mad deception all your soldiers are like betraying you you would think at this point you'd be like hey you need to come back from vacation bro because we got some things going on we need to lock down
1: but see i don't think his life has changed much because he said that his family knows about it like they know about venin they know about all these things that are happening so it's it's almost like it's just another uh another day for him but now he's putting himself on the front lines so to say like he's putting himself out there to uh be a part of the revolution now did he know he was going to be a part of the revolution when he went to Basquiat War College, I don't think so. I think he just wanted to become a writer, but now he is a part of the revolution and now he knows more information. Now he knows about the journals. Now he knows about the seventh uh, dragon then and the, the, the seventh writer. He knows all of these different things now. So that puts him in a place of power. I think so I mean honestly it could go either way he could be a mole he could go back take all of this information go back and then you know tell his father what's going on but at the same time he could definitely be like okay I'm ready to step up because I I think his family's gonna die
0: (laughs) fair enough I suppose fair enough well moving on to other characters I ain't gonna lie Violet found a way to piss me off yet again for a whole nother book yeah not only was her ass getting beat you know her favorite moves that she always getting her ass beat almost dead for her favorite move she got a favorite I'm about to die move you wanna know what it is what is it Yes, friend
1: guess uh, I don't know there's so many <laughs> Is it- they they swept their
0: feet before I could see and then I was on my back in seconds. oh yeah oh, when knocked yeah. out of me. When I tell you she has been swept up from her feet at least eight times in this book at least eight times. And mind you, she's the one who's closest to the floor. How is it that everybody <laughs> is constantly putting your ass on your back? You should be able to duck that shit at some point.
1: Do I mean, a little hop. She's little though. And her defense, these are some big motherfuckers that's coming through. That's from what her. I'm saying. You can see that long
0: ass stanky leg from the back yonder. <laughs> and yet they always find a way when you right next to the sidewalk already to get you down there further. Oh ma'am, okay. you would think out of all the moves she I hope by the last book, at least by the last book, it's gonna be a line like and then they swept their legs. Me thought they had me but I hopped like was that old game we used to hop and skip over the thing
1: oh yeah the thing that go around your ankle right yes
0: like <laughs> I want at least one line to be like you know they always got me here but this time I got them something just once so but mostly she was frustrating me because Violet's character and again Tennessee it's not her fault character building wise it makes sense Violet's character has been put down, belittled, you know, as this weakling for the majority of her life until she's proven herself otherwise with the writer's quadrant. And that insecurity is so deep and so consistent that, like, even the description of her has always been of lesser than pale, sickly, uh silver hair, weak body, small and it's like when you have characters like cat in this in this book talking about like you know he's going to want a real body soon and i'm like yo who is this frail character like and it's like i i be thinking she's obviously not this thing but because we're in her mind and this is her story we're being fed so much of the negativity of who she is and what she is and then she lets it perpetuate further with her relationship with dating. Like every time we get over a hump, she find another reason to be insecure and upset. And I get it. I want my man to be honest with me too. But I tell you, I've had a similar conversation with my husband when we were young and it was like, ask the right questions and all that. It comes to a point where you want me or you don't. <laughs> it comes to a point
1: when she's seeing him that. every
0: day. She wants him. She's missing him. But she's just like fighting every instinct about it because, and then, and he doesn't even love me anyway. This man has shown you in every way that he is obsessed and loves you. And somehow you found As a way. You know? I think so. <laughs> I think so. As you know. I think so. But it's the words you need to really feel it and understand it.
1: we've read that book the five love languages everyone needs something different and violet needs words of affirmation and all those different things so
0: which is fine that's what you need but also stop acting like this man ain't absolutely he didn't say it yet so you know but the fact that she'll be like in full denial like he doesn't even want me like that he only wants my body or he just said it i'm like you were saying stuff that is obviously untrue like obviously untrue and then he lets you know i want the i love you words back not the i want you and you're still like well, well i don't he doesn't love me i know he doesn't because he never says it. man almost died mm. i know he almost died for me but he doesn't love me it's just he never says i'd be so frustrated and i might be wrong
1: but who can Young tell me I'm wrong? You can tell love. me I'm wrong. We all wrong. Young, love. Young love. She's very insecure. You mm. and, and She's very insecure. Like it's just, she does talk herself out of a lot of situations. She was very whiny Um, in this book. Very Oh whiny. my
0: gosh, right? Um, At least in part one.
1: Damn. Yeah, she was. She was. She definitely was. I feel like based on some of the things that we have uncovered, about what Zayden was not telling her, it's like, oh, some of her villains were were, were valid. Yes, <laughs> so this reasoning made sense. You know, they, it really, they really valid, did. You know? and then when you already, and you then have I, this yeah, concept that you're weak, and then you have this concept that you're weak, like you just you don't feel a hundred percent like securing your looks and then you encounter the ex and she is that everything part. she is what that you part. would define as a woman a powerful woman she's and beautiful she apparently her freaking
0: like how perfect made for royalty all the things yeah she's You find out zayden is in fact royalty he's not just the leader of a rebellion yeah. but
1: technically the heir you're not equals. You know, you don't feel like you're equals. But even though she's like, we're in her head and she's like, she seems so small, Zayden is like a full on ass man. He's like, you're ass, you're ass, you're ass. And I'm like, well, does she have an ass? <laughs> now, now ass, what is that? I that. I know this addiction with coaster. her hair. Depending on your culture, having an ass means two different things. <laughs> can, oh, mean, can mean completely different things depending on an your ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. True. And yeah, she does. We do stay in her head a lot. And it's, it's more frustrating that even when it's proven to her, that I think that's what really gets you. When it's proven to her, she finds something else to whine about. Just like in Fourth Wing, she was complaining that she has no signet. She has nothing. She has two dragons and nothing to show for it. Then we find out she is one of the best signets ever that is so rare and so incredible. And she goes back to her room and sulks because she wish she was had something less. Ma'am, shut up accept your gifts, blessings, and shut up. Now, here we go. In this book, what I really enjoyed was the fact they bring Kat in, which is the ex, the perfect ex, who um, we find out isn't even in love with Zayden. She just wants his crown. She was meant to be royalty. She was raised to be royalty. And he is her key to that. Not to mention, he looks great and knows how to do what he knows how to do in bed. Some of which she taught him herself. And so... I love that they used her and that her power was to enhance whatever emotions and feelings someone's already feeling Mm. to like unsustainable levels. And that that helped Sorengale Violet see the levels of insecurity and unworthiness and stuff she already was feeling in herself, which opened the door to the conversation finally with Zayn. The fact that Zayn says, you know, ask me, as annoying as that can be, I get it open your fucking mouth. Ask me what you want. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell it to me because you're in your head and you don't want me in your head, but you won't come out of it either. Yeah. And I that love that they had both Kat good. and Zayden kind of pulling that out of her because it needed to be. I can't go through four more books. Is it four more?
1: How many are supposed to be in the series? I think five for now.
0: But I can't go to, it better be them. I can't go through three more books with this whiny person. It's okay to be insecure sometimes. That's it's reality. But I need to see her working through it rather than succumbing to it so much. So yeah, but I do like Violet, obviously. I'm here. I'm still reading. I want her to live, etc. So moving on from that, let's see. What else was a big old dropper in here? I'll tell you this. I am so elated and also scared that somehow, her crew, fourth wing, their little was it what they call themselves or what?
1: Fair, your, uh no. wing or whatever. Your wing, second squad, squad or whatever. your squad yeah. or something,
0: squadron, whatever. That like you know that's family. That's deep. You can't go past that. That that I am shocked that everyone survived. Book two, I was sure somebody died. And I mean, they all Rebecca almost killed these people multiple times. Only person and who I think been that unscathed. was okay
1: too. She was, yes. like, it was expected right because
0: yes, like she's like he he's just like dangling in front of us just to be like, mm-hmm. will I kill him today? Will I kill him tomorrow? No. And the only one, only one unscathed through this whole book was Rihanna.
1: Yes, okay. You talk about warrior. She was jumping on dragons' backs. She was like, Taryn, I'm coming! I'm coming right over here! I I don't care if you don't want me on your back! I'm coming!"
0: <laughs> She's a beast. Okay. I quite enjoy her. I I really that I'm excited to see who she ends up being in casting wise. Uh, but yeah, Riddick and freaking Sawyer be out here just dang near dying multiple occasions. It just was too much.
1: Yeah, Riddick definitely had. That was Riddick on the mountain, right? So the, the one scene where he might have definitely lost it all, like they were trying to climb this mountain cat. They have all of the um griffins brighters. and the...
0: Not riders, flyers. That's what they called. Flyers. flyers, yeah.
1: Griffins can't fly to that altitude so they literally have to walk up this mountain. Mm-hmm. And they're walking it together right there's and the flyers as a symbol of them like working together correct i believe that's what it was yeah and they get to a point where there's like booby traps in the freaking rocks and stuff like what the hell what the hell right so now you know violet's little and then she's with someone else that's little and they're like, how the hell are they going to make this big jump? They figure it out. They engineer, like, some type of system to get them across it. Mm-hmm. However. Very similar to um, the gauntlet um, issue yeah. exercise. Yeah. The, um, the flyer that was coming in behind Violet, like, tripped up or something like that. And next thing you know, Riddick has spears coming out of his side. Like, it was just a really, really bad situation. Dramatic, bro. Top of that, now you have venom. Okay, just you know, a swarm of venom. Just
0: in case you
1: (laughs) or wyvern, whatever they were, like the wind, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like coming towards them on this mountain, full of clouds. Like couldn't see. So there was so many.
0: Riddick gets arrowed up by the contraption booby trap and yeah. damn near dies. it was just Sawyer gets his whole leg eaten up by the end yes. of part 2
1: yes so, so I don't know how much help
0: I mean nothing against the disabled but in this war and in this world I don't know how much help he can be
1: well I, I I don't know but it depends on his signet too because do we know his signet like yeah, he's so a many- metal. he's a metal thing he can create metal out of anything right Oh, so then he'll still be useful with his signet. Maybe he'll create some... a metal
0: leg. But he can still ride.
1: So maybe oh, that's yeah. it. He'll just need a harness. Yep. Yeah.
0: Just like um, freaking Sorengale Violet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, very interesting. I'm shocked everybody survived. I'm shocked they all lived through that. That was a surprise that I didn't know she would gift us in book two because she is quick to kill some people off. I was sure our good old Sloan would be the next in line to be sacrificed to the book of Yaros. Um, Sloan is a character who ends up being Liam's little sister. And gosh, was the beginning of this book just emotional with all the references back to Liam. Um, Ari, you said you even saw a part in which it talked about Jacinia and Liam had a night. I, I missed that completely.
1: Have you seen Yeah. This? So um when they come back to in the beginning of the book when they come back to the college mm-hmm. um jesinia she's like yeah i heard about like that 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 so we know from fourth wing liam was like flirting with her um right. you know that's where we found out that he knows sign language mm-hmm. um and then i for i think it was whatever that party was or whatever that they had after was it was it threshing that they had that party
0: um all
1: dressed in black and
0: that wasn't after threshing that was just i think that was right before graduation it was something like that but it wasn't after threshing i don't believe i think it was after but that's the night they had together when did you when did they say that They at the beginning of the book i gotta read that however
1: interview. liam came back the next morning it was like well where the hell were you at Like, <laughs> oh so was this in whatever. fourth wing
0: or iron flame
1: this was in fourth wing because we're talking okay. about remember liam died in fourth wing
0: yeah i know so did, in the beginning so that's why i thought i
1: missed jesinia admitting it at some point yeah so they didn't come out i don't think it came out outright and was like oh they were having sex but it's like, okay, there was that scene. It was something happened after that, that next day after that party. Like I think she caught Liam coming from somewhere. I don't know. We'll have to do more research on that piece. I wanna look again now. I'm excited.
0: But, I mean, I shouldn't be. I'll let you, you know on
1: my reread or re-listen, whatever you want to call. It. You
0: said you're gonna do the dramatized version?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do the dramatized version. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do know in Iron Flame at the beginning, Justinia was like. I heard about, like, that, that, that. Right, and, like,
0: I remember yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Depressing. So, okay, very depressing. Very depressing.
0: And Sloane's hatred towards um Violet as a result and just that whole storyline and arc, that was, it got emotional a few times when Violet decided to break down and almost told Rihanna and everything, but really just ended up telling her um the process of like just having him dying in her arms I was just like she really she really did us dirty with that Liam death for sure but I almost have her pegged and figured out I feel like like that first book was so ruthless and so many people died that we had a chance to like get to know and the second book it's really like um Zayden said first book we lose our lives so just get used to death but second year we lose our humanity. And I'm okay with that. I think I prefer you lose your humanity because the way people was dying off in fourth wing was beyond. <laughs> I think I'd rather you go crazy. I think I'd rather. And uh, spoiler alert, Zayton literally loses his humanity.
1: Literally. Literally. Like his soul. Gone
0: so here's where we are at this point we have a storyline we have a storyline in which after going through all this and everyone survives by the grace of something in this book somehow we find out first it was like why is Jack Barlow being brought back to the world and we find out he wasn't really fully dead to begin with. And Nolan, who is apparently this 84-year-old healer, need to go lay down. He need to go lay down and get some milk. Out here, dang on working himself to death, zombieism, walking around the halls looking half dead. At first we think, he just why he just he we find out he brought Jack Barlow to life. And at first thought you're just like, out of all the people you can bring back to life, out of everybody you can Frankenstein, that's who you chose? What? And then it all becomes so much clearer. No, he didn't choose him just to choose him. They didn't come up with this serum just for tests for the second years to learn about, you know, being able to withstand torture. So we're going to make an elixir that separates them from their signets and therefore their dragons to weaken them. All of this was because Jack Barlow was a full-blown venom. Somehow he became one. During Fourth Wing, which... I need to watch those breakdowns to figure that out.
1: I could tell you. Please. It's on the mat. On,
0: they, the mat on the when mat when they were fighting, but
1: but who turned him that way, though? Which he turned himself that way when he started to uh, so force he, power. Yes. So he was turning into it in that moment. I thought she yeah, was saying so she
0: noticed he turned that he was that way since that moment. I didn't realize that that moment was when it happened
1: yes yeah, so the theory right wow. now is that the college more most likely has or had quite a few venom. the venin are most likely turning on the mat they get to the mat right they're doing all of this fighting before their signets manifest before their power manifests in the process of them manifesting their power they have a I forget the professor's name, but he's literally looking out and watching to see how these how these um, fighters or how these riders are fighting. So when he got the mountain thrown down on him, when Violet thought she killed him, he was on the ground essentially. So he's, I'm pretty sure he was able to um, absorb enough energy from the the earth power from the earth to sustain his life until they were able to go and save him now, my question is, how the hell did they know to go and save him? That's all the questions. like but do they always retrieve everybody who'll be dying but and that's the thing. like he's literally under rubble right this guy yes. is like okay violet literally put a mountain on top of his head and you guys go and dig him up dig him out of all the people yeah. who died or then his the drag dragging dig him up
0: and i hate how this college just allowed everybody to just kill everybody i just throw that out there i hate that part about this like oh it's always done under like you know if the weak, you know, they just they're thinning out the herd. How is it that you got assassins and people able to just come in here and try to kill your cadets and you you just justify it with these crazy rules? I mean, I know that's the book and that's the point, but it's just my humanity gets hurt. <laughs> like
1: God It it and it could go so many different ways, like freaking if eight if eight posts and everyone else already knows about it Mm -hmm. and they said that there's no cure there's only control so to them if you know how to control it you're fine you're fine until you can no longer control it
0: which is bs yeah but it does unfortunately like we're all wondering what the heck we find out that Nolan is doing all of this so he can actually turn uh help the Venom try to see if there's a cure to get the Venom to turn back into human, which is, I would hope, the ultimate plan of those of uh, Navarre who were um, you know, like they're gonna act like this thing don't exist and just close their eyes while the rest of the world burns. Or they're trying to figure out some level of, of cure inside. So that they can spread that out to the world. I'm hoping that's their only redeeming quality if that's the case. Because everyone was really excited about this prospect that uh, they had figured this out and Jack Barlow was able to be brought back. And that made sense in the fact that, oh, so you're bringing him back not because he's a good person and he deserves a second chance, but because he just ended up being convenient. But then if you out here got whole cadets, it's just so dumb. Not her writing at all just the reasoning. We're gonna act like this thing that exists, don't exist. And as we put y'all through these grueling things and tell you about how power is the only power and the most powerful get the best, et cetera, basically breeding a breeding ground for venom fodder Mm -hmm. to the point where they're being created right there on your doorstep. And your idea is to still keep it secret not let everybody know that they need to fight past their wants and greed for power and all this and stuff it's ridiculous
1: exactly and then and then it's like okay so we all know that there's like a theory around uh Lilith being Venom herself which I
0: didn't know that that
1: is which we know she she can she has like control like she is a general like she has control like serious control but for someone like freaking jack barlow who was power hungry from day one like his goal was we have to take out the weakest like the weakest should not be here we're gonna take them out like you decided that it was beneficial to to save him And by saving him, all they did was create that, whatever that serum was, which just disconnected him from his powers altogether. Mm -hmm. And they just set him free, right? He never gained control because otherwise he would- Well, you know what? There is a certain level in which I'm still questioning,
0: I guess that was the control or was that Nolan controlling him? What was that in terms of when he saves Violet? That part still is crazy to me. True. When she almost dies on top of that thing with the fire after old girl died because uh, more assassins, and this whole book, assassins, were being sent after them like every five minutes. Um, at least on part one because Atos was not beat for them spreading the information about the venom, so he just sent assassins with the messaging, secrets tied with those who keep them. Blah, 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 blah. And he is the one who saves her. She is surely about to die. And Jack Barlow is the one who comes and saves her. So it's like, that has... The only reason I can think about that being there is that redeeming quality. That there's something that is hopeful there. It's not completely hopeless. Because he, sure enough, didn't have to do that.
1: True. Because even in the end... Of the book when we're figuring out like everything that Jack Barlow is trying to do like he's leading the vent into the Wardstones, and you know all these different things so clearly there's a whole storyline in between uh when we thought he died and mm-hmm. how he made his way back to the college
0: right
1: so, you know, we're just speculating that, you know, the school got him or his dragon got him, but maybe he was found by Benin. Like, we don't know yet. Right. We'll find out, I'm sure of it, based on the ending of this book between him and Zayden. Like, we'll find out, but... And something else? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like, he wasn't... His end goal was, even in that that... Um, uh, when they were at the ward stone, like he wasn't, he didn't come after Violet, at least I don't, I don't recall him coming after Violet. Like he was like, no, I'm just going to put this flame out on this ward stone. And kill my dragon. And kill my dragon. You know what I mean? So he's had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, but she wasn't the goal anymore. Hmm. Right? And it's probably because... He's like, why do I need to, you know, waste my time on Violet or the school, period. Like, I have all the power I can The whole thing get. is
0: power. And apparently they just want Violet and Zayden's power on their side. But so far, they got one for two. Mm-hmm. They got one for two. Depressing. I was sitting there like Seagal. Bruh, we chose you. What you mean? So Gail was out here like Tyra Banks. I was rooting for you. It was all rooting for you. And here you go. And what was the point? I don't understand Zayton's transition. I really don't. It's not like that. Like, what? how was that going to save your girl? You getting into this mess. Did you figure that out? Maybe I read that part too fast. Or listen too fast.
1: Of by him pulling power. Yeah, like he was about to, it was just so like you
0: either die or you pull this power so you can stay alive, so she can stay alive. Cause That's the only thing I can think of at this point.
1: Right. So, I mean, I, that's kind of one of my theories for Violet's second signet, too. Ooh. Um, because, because of the fact that they are, we know that they're connected because their dragons are mates. However, this was a different type of power exchange where Zayden was able to give his power to Violet, essentially. Wait, what?
0: What the hell did I miss this time?
1: Because he was pulling power from the earth. He's like, so Seagal was like, no, don't do it. Don't pull power, right? And then- Uh Um, don't yeah, don't pull power, or whatever. And he's like, she's like, I chose you, and then um and he's like, She did
0: too, basically. Yeah. Like, I want her too. She chose me too.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm gonna have to you read know.
0: that part again because I was a little or
1: confused. maybe I misunderstood the ending because it sounds like to me at the end, like he's giving her power to finish imbuing uh. No, cause, cause, cause no, her after, mom did that. Yeah, her
0: mom finished that bad boy and then the dragons did. So I'm going to have to read that over again to see exactly what the hell. Because that that's just... I mean, I'm sure it was reasoning and all that, but it was just like... And then the frustration of we find out that both of these people are not as much as they and, 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 and Violet love and share and trying to learn how to share things neither of them were sharing their dreams and i could tell i think we all could from violet's consistent dreams and how they seemed to just seem real real and like somebody was almost inserting her themselves into her dreams that this was more than just a nightmare but taryn didn't recognize it Zayn didn't recognize it and then we find out that the same dude who'd been showing up in violet's dreams telling her his prophecies of how she's going to let them in, let the venom in for love and all this other stuff. Zayn was saying that he's here for me because he was having similar dreams and they wanted him for his power too. And that he would turn for love. Mm. And if they would just share their freaking, well, that would be too perfect. It's, it's three more books we got to have, but I'm just saying, it was just like, oh,
1: this could and all be so think through, But I was, you know, the ending for me, and I know we talked about it previously earlier this week when we were talking about, like, I was telling you about me reading it on my Kindle, and like, it's telling me I'm. 90% of the way through, and I'm like, there's no way. There's so much story left to tell. Like, there's so much shit happening right now. Like, we cannot just end the book right here. And then it's, like, 95% of the way. And I'm like, but they're still, they're still fighting. Like, there's no way. Like, <laughs> this book is about to end. So, I mean, in that respect, the ending was definitely a little rush. So, I mean, that's probably something that we're going to have to re-listen to. And because I know that what happens in the ending, I've literally been sitting on the last hour and a half of the Audible version for like six days. Like I have pushed play because I'm just like, I can't, I absolutely can't. But now I need to, because now I'm like, did I completely misunderstand what the hell happened? Zayden to become Venom like why did he that was fast like was what, fast. Was the, what was the point unless right. he seemed to be dying
0: so that's why I feel like that might be the thing oh, it was like yeah, and he too. knows if he's dead then she's dead so he'll do it to keep her alive
1: yeah I but, think but more at more what cost than... bruh
0: like it's so many so many things and I was telling Ari how I felt like whenever and i felt like this was fourth wing when i'm reading her books i'm like she is throwing a lot into this book like i had found at least two three different ways she could have ended it she could have ended it here she could have ended it there she still got three more books to go she's giving us so much but she still got three more books to go and it's like this chick is setting up such a world and such an event that by the end i'm like all right touche we needed to get that out the way so we could do the next you got a lot in you, ma'am. You got a lot in you. I think I prefer not knowing how many <laughs> how many series people think they're going to have. I think I prefer not knowing. It's something about knowing that the next book, you don't know if it's going to be the last. I think I'd rather that ignorance is bliss. The fact that I know every book I'm going to read that ain't the fifth book is going to leave me on some level of cliffhanger. And I'm just like, where can else can we go from here? <laughs>
1: Girl, I think in the fifth book she's gonna leave us on a cliffhanger too. She bet not. I feel because she is very good at it. She, she is bet not. Very freaking good at it. I don't She'll keep think, everything I, right. And the last two pages. in the book, she, she cannot end the book with it being the end. She must leave you with more, but she's not gonna give you any more. She's <laughs>
0: like sarah j mass is known for having like the last hundred pages or so just being this epic clusterfuck. rebecca is like i'm gonna give you the last two pages <laughs> to yes. just your whole mind
1: like, i'm gonna wait till there, the very
0: very 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 end
1: this is why i was like i was so t- that was probably the fastest i've read like four chapters because i just kept like my eyes are like now I'm like tuning into like very specific verbiage and language and names, right? right? Forget the the backgrounds and the rocks and all that shit. Like I'm going through and I'm like, there's no way we're about to end this book. And like it was it was definitely giving like that chapter in a court of uh wings and ruin and Reese was dead. Like it was given that. <laughs> it was given that like what is happening mom has died you know Zayden's on the brink of death and we don't know what the hell we don't know where Mira is like it's just all this yo, stuff we gotta do a moment just a
0: moment to acknowledge yo mama Lilith dying mm. I told Ari yesterday I'll tell y'all today I knew I, I had figured out at some point in this book Cause I think last time I thought she killed the daddy, but this book I figured out and accepted. She did not. She loved that man and she loved these kids. And when she shows up right when part two is about to begin and tells, you know, Violet, you know, the whole deal. And like, why would you think I put you in this, this, this place, this writer's quadrant and all this and all the answers that were like, we were looking for this like a whole book ago. Mm-hmm. It was like, she's, None of her kids were going to forgive her while she was living. It was official. She had done too much stuff and put on too much of a hard face to get through and to have them ensure their survival because she had unequivocally destroyed the relationship she had with her children. I didn't see any type. It would take the three books for there to be any type of level of reconciliation at this point. So it needed, she needed to be killed in order for them to have any type of closure when it comes to their mother and that was the most epic death of i told you i'll do anything for my kids don't believe me just watch okay Mm -hmm. usher watch this like all of the things (laughs) and she straight out had little sloan come and rogue her powers x-men style so she could put it to imbue this storm this stone with her storm powers kill her and her dress I don't know if she killed the dragon. Killed yeah, a her
1: and the dragon, because she was pulling power
0: from the dragon. Kill her and her dragon. For them kids. And then had the nerve to end the, or begin the next chapter with a cute little thing, talking to her husband in a, a missive. Baby, most generals want to die on the battlefield, but you know me. I'm going to die for these kids. When I tell you I was snotting, snobbing, and in the middle of the night, like 12 at night, in my kitchen, in the dark, like... <laughs> god damn <laughs> from from Leo to mama I feel like every book you fit to do this I'm going to have to have me a box of tissues next to me in every book at the end because you can always do this ish you're going to keep doing it too you trifling so now do you have anything to say about that before the final question I want to ask you
1: no I think, I think we've made our point <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right Final question. There is... Being that Andarna is the second dragon to Soaring Violet. And... And she no longer has the time travel abilities, but she is manifesting her fire. She is a whole new breed. She is about to be a beast. Taryn already gave her lightning. What is your thought or what what do they say prediction or theory, fan theory, of what her second signet is or will be. Because apparently you said that the fiction world, the fandom, is saying that, or Rebecca is saying that it was already shown in this book without being said.
1: It was. So I mean there's a few things. So first let's talk about Violet's first signet. So we learn in this book also when she goes to erasure that it's not just lightning it's pure power that manifests in the form of lightning Mm. so we're like oh shoot so she's like because he was like you're pulling it from the sky why it doesn't matter where you manifest it so to say like just manifested its power so there's that so a couple of things happen in this book so one of them is Liam coming back um after she was well she he showed up twice Mm. and she says like it seems like you're very real like you're almost it's almost too good to be true that you're here right now ooh. So, ooh I did pull uh like the chapter so it was like the first time he showed up was in um chapter 35 when she was being tortured by Varish and then She goes, kudos to my brain. He's an excellent hallucination. He looks exactly as he had the last time I saw him, dressed in fight leathers and wearing a smile that makes my heart ache. Then Liam goes, I'm not wandering, Violet. I'm exactly where I need to be. So then in chapter 61, he shows up again and... He's like, um, no, he doesn't show up again, sorry. So there's that piece. So then it's like you have um I think he does show up again. Actually, he does show up again.
0: I don't remember. I don't, I'm not sure. I can't definitely
1: say. Yeah, I, I can he, say. With the Ward Stone, because there's so much happening, I think he showed up again.
0: Right. Something but I can't say that with,
1: with that scene, with, there's a
0: few scenes and few statements in this book that I was like, this is real. I don't think, it's obviously her own book and her own story, but I'm like, this is real Sarah J. Massish. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about Ward Stone, I said, okay, throw a glass. The scene of her being tortured with a close male friend helping her through it all felt very Kingdom of Ashes. Um, with you know, what's his name? It begins with an F with Aiden, he was a wolf, and his brother got killed.
1: Ben um, ben. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: like it was very much like, okay, okay.
1: So we'll there was ahead. that, and then there were so many references to Malik. Like, you know, not even Malik can keep me from you. I think Zayden says that to her. And uh, yeah, there were a lot of references to Malik uh, not being able to stop certain things from happening if Violet wanted to happen. So if Malik has to do with death, And they're like, forget Malik, here I am. You you need me here? Here I am. It's like, so a lot of people are saying that it's her ability to communicate with the dead. And they're saying that if they did not burn all of their items, right? A part of them, like a part of the reason that the college burns everything is because if there is someone who can communicate with the dead, like you can't bring them back because they have nothing to like ground them or whatever the case may be. I mean, deep, you deep, 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 deep. <laughs> you're on mute first of all, you're you're a mute friend. you're a mute. you are, no one heard any of that, but you were very going angry. off. I was going off. I you're said, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because if that's the truth that means she's gonna speak to her daddy soon and And i'm excited by that because i need to speak to her daddy i need to know about stuff from her father i have questions that is incredible i am i am elated with that information what's the next one Frank?
1: next one is they're saying that she has the ability to amplify other people's powers so there are quite a few scenes where and I'll I'll say Mira for example right Mira's like I can't uh shield this far away from the wards and uh Violet's like yeah you can shield like do it like do it right now and then next thing you know well actually that was Brennan who pushed her to do it but Violet was there.
0: She was there, though. She was there, though. She was there. And, and we then, do have to also realize that in the notation before that scene, it said how Carr was disappointed because it didn't look like would, Mira would be able to do her shields unless in emotional turmoil or what have you, which is not always going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So, just want to put that out there, too, in terms of devil's advocate, but I want to hear this. Carry on, please. Yes.
1: So then there's that, and then there's the... Uh, who were they in that cave with was it Riddick whoever's the ice wielder so that's Riddick Riddick yeah so he's in the he's in the cave they're being attacked by Bade right yeah is it Jack Barlow's dragon somebody's dragon was attacking them okay yeah. Oh Solace. Solace. You?
0: She wasn't in there with Riddick though. <laughs> showed up. Bade showed up when they were out in the fields trying to figure out their map lesson class when they was with cadets and they all had to work together to figure out where they were. And then they they gave them the serum the first time. But in the cave, Solace, I think his name was there, and she was with Kat and, and Sloane. And that's when Sloane realized her her signet, because her signet manifested in which she was trying to grab Kat, but Kat was like, you're draining me. And Sloan was like, am I offended? And they're like, nah, man, that's your signet. And that's when old girl died too. Vicinia, or somebody who they were blaming Violet for saving instead of um, the little flyer who ended up dying, the little flyer that couldn't.
1: But anyway, the cave was soulless. Whatever scene it was where they were Uh, Riddick had to um, wield ice and then he created this impenetrable uh, wall of ice that saved them from being burned from dragon fire and it's like okay again something that he should not be able to do but he was able to do in Violet's present. The next one was Rhiannon, um taking the sword off, or taking that knife or whatever like off of her shoulder. Rihanna was like, "I've never been able was to do base. that." Now I'm thinking about. So, so, I gotta
0: think know. about that harder. He knew Brennan. it was a, a dragon because Brendan was there to save him. But go on, sorry. Man, yeah, on. Okay. one of the day so, they almost got killed a few times by some.
1: <laughs> yeah, they almost got killed a few times. Another, <laughs> the other one I was um, talking about was when. Um, varish violet had just came from visiting zayden Mm -hmm. and she had that contraband on her that knife or whatever Mm -hmm. it was and oh um, rihanna was able to swipe that sucker when she couldn't do it before exactly so it's like it was quite a few instances where they were able to do something that they've never been able to do just because oh it could just because Violet needed it to be done so one of the things that Andarna says more than a few times in this book is like everyone thinks she's just being defiant right she's like I'm just I'm gonna be wherever you need me to be I'm gonna be wherever you need me to be I'm gonna be wherever you need me to be Mm -hmm. and she's wherever Violet needs her to be so she's mm. in the cave. She's at the Wardstone. Like she's wherever Violet needs her to be. And it's like, is we that- we find out place she place may be some it? form of shapeshifter as well And yeah. Durna. Yeah, like some type of chameleon situation. So yeah, there, there's quite a few theories. And then there's one about distance wielding. I haven't really done my research about that one because I don't remember it being mentioned in the book, but it had to have been mentioned in the book um, but there's something around distance wielding, so we'll have to get back to that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So quite a few things with some, some some have more validity than the others, so. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty much it. I think. I think that was pretty much it. And then, oh, wait, it was one more. <laughs> said that they think her ability to um see the future through j- dreams or um tap into other people's dreams or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um but that is like they're gonna a lot of people are going back and forth about that because they believe it's just the sage the sage is powerful i agree, I agree to kind of, you know, just tap into there because he wants them or he's had contact with them. Um he now has the ability to kind of tap into that. Okay.
0: Hey. I think those are all pretty valid though.
1: So mm-hmm. we're gonna see
0: how this goes. I can't wait for that reveal. That's gonna be a good one. Just the I can't wait that to just Rebecca see
1: is like it's there, you know, like yeah. you're paying attention, and it's there.
0: I like you slick <laughs> i can't wait to see where this goes i can't wait to see how their relationship continues with him being full-blown venom like so many questions that we are not gonna get answered not yet so any last words before
1: we move on to zn my friend how are we gonna make it to december i mean i know we got you You told me though just what yesterday or the day
0: before that even though these book publishers and stuff are saying these dates. Rebecca is like, "No, I need a break. It ain't gonna be that soon."
1: No, she says it's not going. They said January initially. That's what they. Oh were saying. wait, she's
0: saying December of next year.
1: Yes, December of next year. Got it.
0: Okay. We're gonna have to like, wait. Sarah- we're gonna have to the way we had to with Sarah. I Sarah mean- J. Mass is gonna drop her next book in January, and then we're gonna have to find something to do for eleven months.
1: <laughs> Damn. Maybe I'll just reread
0: everything. (laughs) Well, then that brings us to our final question. Rewind the tape. Cher, do you feel this book has landed in the reread hall
1: of fame? Absolutely. I think you have to. I I think that she packed this book with so much stuff. It is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff that. that... we try to learn from the first book, right? Don't yeah. skip over the beginning of the chapter, right? Because there's some stuff in there. Um, and so when you read all of these things and apply it, which are past things, these are past things that have happened in the past mm-hmm. and try and apply it to what's happening now in the book, it's like, damn, I know I missed something. I know it did. I will give it to you that all her books
0: seem reread worthy. I am just personally too traumatized, and my anxiety is at too much of an all-time high to sometimes do it. Like I got to forget what I just went through before I could go back. But I will say that this book in particular does really feel like it needs to be reread, just because of the sheer amount of stuff that she mm-hmm. packed into it for sure. So I definitely agree. And with that, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our rant and reviews. This is the Why You are Scrolling podcast on Spotify. We got a website, whyyoureschooling.com. Remember to follow us, review us, and support us on all of our podcast platforms. Again, Spotify. Take a moment to answer our weekly polls, share this podcast far and wide, and until we turn another page. Bye.